You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. With the first pick in the NBA draft, the Minnesota Timberwolves select 10,000 layups. 10,000. 10,000 layups. Hello, good friends, and welcome to another episode, the third of the week of the 10,000 Layups podcast. I'm Kyle Radke here with Julian Andrews. Julian, happy Friday. Thanks, Kyle. You too. (laughs) We are recording (laughs) this on a Friday morning. Hopefully, you're listening to this on a Friday afternoon. Um, Hopefully, you're, if you're in Minnesota, yeah. hopefully you're not on the road. Um, yeah, so we're real. supposed to get like, it's so crazy to me with weather. I guess it's not crazy. Like I understand how it works, but there's so many different models of predictions. Like some say six to eight inches. I looked at one yesterday that said like Minneapolis could get 17 inches of snow. Are um, you freaking serious? And I just like don't get it. Cause like if any, like think about any other thing, like it could be 40 degrees tomorrow or 80. Like that's like double. I get yeah. it. It's not the same extremes, but like, it's, it's not. It's not ideal. Yeah, like if you're like your waiter or waitress, but like, like to have a little more certainty than that. Yeah, like either with this meal you get two pieces of bread or eight. Like, well, I don't, I don't know. It feels like, um, yeah. So if you're in the cities, uh, metro area, I think it's from what I like looked at. It's basically like cities east south. Um, yeah, here it's hitting south pretty bad. Yeah. Um, we're supposed to go up to Duluth for like family Christmas on Saturday, which seems like we'll be all right. Yeah, we it can seems just, like it'll be okay. Yeah, if we can get out of the bubble. Um, Julian, how many threes do you think you and I could hit on the Timberwolves right now? Like <laughs> okay, over well, under twenty five. Uh, like in a season? Yeah, like you, you and me are on an NBA team. Um, we're just like fillers. So the I last would hit zero. Yeah, I you, probably would too. You would no, you're a better shooter than I am, like by a significant margin. Um, you gotta remember I was tall for a very long time. Mm-hmm. I'm still tall, but I'm not I'm not like basketball tall anymore. Yeah. But I was like basketball tall for a long time, so I never had to play anywhere except right under the basket. Isn't it funny how like basketball tall in like middle school and high school just means like you were like a guard at a competitive level? Yeah. I was yeah. like 
I'm like a couple inches taller than Chris Paul. Yeah. And I played like center. Exactly. That's weird. <laughs> That's like a weird thing where like, yeah, it's, that's super weird. Uh, well, the Wolves have, for the last two games, they've allowed 25 three-pointers made against them, which I don't know if this is true, but it seems like that's an NBA record. It seems like for, a lot. Yeah, because the Hawks set their single game record with 25. Um, but uh, with that being said, the Wolves lost on Wednesday night, 136 to 104 to the Jazz. They were down by one at halftime. Um, yeah. I, I wasn't able, I had a league uh, basketball game. I wasn't able to turn it on until like midway through the third quarter and, um, I checked my phone before I left the gym and they were down one. Then I got back home and they were down by like 17. Um, it's tough. Yeah. Uh, the four straight loss, um, 11 and 14 overall still tied for ninth in the West. Um, it's basically just like a slew of like not very good teams right there. Um, bench in that game, 11 for 44 from the field up next Cavs tonight, um, at target center. And then the Blazers on the road on Sunday. Um, I mean, I, we, we asked for fans, fan questions. I asked for them yesterday and I didn't get any. So fans, if you're listening to the this, fans hate us, so. that's tough. We, yes. we opened it up. We opened yeah. we extended We're getting more listeners than ever before. And maybe they didn't see my, maybe it's my Twitter. Maybe that's the thing is yeah, I only tweet true. videos of this podcast now. I don't like tweet any of my thoughts. I, I did tweet last night. I said, Brashad Breland sucks. Um, I bet that was a popular tweet. It was, it was, he was Cl- really bad. Claypool was eating him alive, but yeah, it was, yeah. And you you know when a team just targets you every single play when they need to pass, like maybe yeah. maybe you're the problem. Um, but I guess like the main topic for the Wolves isn't necessarily like what's wrong and what's right. Like the things that are wrong, we know are wrong. Like yeah, defense, there's no new information. Defense here. gets lax. Like Delo's hurt right now. Um, like not enough offensive op- options. When there are offensive options, like the ball gets a little sticky sometimes. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's more about like the ebbs and flows. Like, I because they're for sure gonna rattle off like five straight wins over the next yeah, month. This and is we're, not like, and, and we're gonna get all excited again. Right. But like, good teams don't do that. Good teams are like four and one, and then three and two, and then maybe two and three is like their bad stretch out of yep. like a five game sample. Yep. They're not like, oh, their last they've lost four in a row, and then they win six in a row, and then they yeah. lose six in a row, and then they win seven in a row. like. I, consistency like the team just needs to find it yeah did you see ant talking to cat or talking about cat no you texted me about this but i did not see it so ant was basically like he said that he was telling and this is good and i I don't mean this is this is a good thing like it's good that ant is like comfortable enough with towns and they have the type of relationship where you can kind of hold him accountable even though he's only a second year player he was telling cat and this is something i thought that you would like because we noticed this a lot when we covered the wolves when cat when they're guarding Cat with somebody smaller, like they were guarding him with like Bogdanovich, or is it is it Bogdanovich on her? Yeah, yeah. On that on the one which of the two. I, I didn't know. Okay, okay. Um, they were guarding him with Bogdanovich, and he will wait for the double to come and then like start his move instead of just like going up against the smaller guy. Yeah, like almost we'll like he's that. like trying to like make the playing field like even. Yeah. Which is, and I don't know what it is, but I feel like that's like one of Cat's. He always waits for the double team to come, and then it's always a worse. Yeah, result. I can literally picture him like flailing his arms trying to get a pass away, and then the yeah. ball like gets stolen. Because I think Cat still kind of thinks about getting fouled, yeah. And your chances of getting fouled are higher if you're being doubled. But actually, I don't know if that's true. Seems like it should be. Um, 
But Anthony, like Anthony Edwards is like calling him out for that and being like, you need to be more aggressive. You need to like, I don't know, like not do that. And him, and I, I like that, you know, I'm glad yeah. that Ant is able to do that because not all second year players would be able to do that. No, I agree. It's a very small thing. It's not like a big deal. It's just, I, I found it interesting. Yeah, no, that is, I think that is interesting. Um, and I mean, it's, yeah, like the Towns thing, I, I, this just popped into my head, so I don't know if this is right, but sure. he, Towns is a basketball player, almost reminds me, he's way more talented. And like some people, like people can kill me for this statement. I get it because I haven't really thought about it. So, um, he reminds me of like Kirk Cousins. Oh my God. Like, Kyle, but, I'm going to murder you. No. <laughs> right. But it, like it's almost in the sense where, no, you're right. Where everything he does, he's really good at. And he, like, there's no doubt offensively and you watch him when he's in his rhythm like he's going right but there's times where you can see him thinking and overthinking and it reminds me like cousins is like that as a quarterback like once he gets in mm-hmm. his head like you're almost like effed kind of like anybody i guess but it just happens to him more frequently because yeah. he's he's almost like he, he just thinks too much and that that towns is very similar in the sense of like he overthinks things and sometimes things don't look like they're 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 natural to him and like he's just yeah i I don't know like i mean he's like he's like i'm gonna draw this double team because that's the way i will create space for my teammates like it like it comes from a good place and then it's like no it sounds like really what you need to do is score on bogdanovich like you're the most efficient player on the team like and and then when he draws that double right what ends up happening is he tries to throw this like crazy pass that's 95 miles per hour at one of his teammates and they can't catch it and the ball goes yeah. out of bounds. And like then he puts his arms up. And you're like, yeah. ah, that was just a weird play. And I feel it makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Um where like when when like, I remember his like rookie and second year, he would make those passes from those cuts and they weren't as flashy because I don't think he had as much yep. confidence. And you were like, Oh wow. Like I mean, this yeah, is like, Kat's a good passer when he's, he's a, just like yeah, yeah, when he's like I, I hate to say the word normal, but when like he, he plays like within himself mm-hmm. and like makes those like, like it, sometimes it reminds me of uh, when you play like NBA 2K and you want your like main player to score 28 points a game. Yeah, but then you exactly. realize like midway through the third quarter that your player only has 12 and mm-hmm. you suddenly have to like figure out how to like get him points. And then your whole offense is just F because you're trying to get this person like, yep. and that's how towns is too. Like once he gets in his mind, whether he's going to score. And we saw that at the beginning of the year when he felt that he was getting called for fouls that weren't fouls. Instead, he would just put up a bunch of bad shots. And then mm-hmm. that was like his way of coping with it. Or if it's like, if he comes down the court thinking he's going to make a nice pass, that's it. Like he's, yeah. I don't know. And I don't mean like, I, I'm not trying to like rip on, towns I just, no but like, that's a good point i mean that that is that, that that is a pattern yeah um all right julian let's do our uh we'll do our DraftKings ad and then we'll get to our card corner um football fans vikings won last night not a great win but a win nonetheless uh i got home and they were up by like 29 to 0 or 23 to 0 um, and then, of course, it came down to like the last play again because and like Pat Fryermuth from the Steelers definitely should have caught that ball, but he didn't. That, tough one. It was t- tough catch. Yep, but it was like in his you could be, you could have told me that the refs like called it a catch, 
um, because like he had control of it for a little bit, but um, really good play by Harrison Smith. Anyways, really good play. Regardless, Vikings win. Um, but I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game. But with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you'll be a winner once a single point is scored. New customers who bet just one dollar on any team to score can win one hundred dollars in free bets. It's that simple. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet one dollar on any team to score, and you win one hundred dollars in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code TBPN. Must be 21 years or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Um, all right, Julian. Three-star sports card corner. Do, 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 do. Almost. You're so close. Three-star sports card corner. Card, card, card corner. Card, card corner. Card, card, I don't know, brown cap. Um, okay, so I don't have anything, like, big from last week. I think PSA might have, like, reopened, like, a soft reopen uh, with, like, their regular uh, service, but I think it, I, we'll have to look into that more. I think it was, like, 100 bucks. I saw it yesterday. Um, I think it's, like, super expensive, so, like, it's still pretty limited. It's, yeah, like, yeah. it's one of those things of, like, this service is open if you are rich, um, and that's not us. I got the wrong guy, yeah. so... Um, so something I'm, I'm I've been into lately, and it kind of happened. It started to happen last year. Um, so it's rookie cards of pl- like coaches that used to be players. Oh oh oh! See, I saw this on the dock, and it said cards of coaches. Yeah, and I thought that we were talking about like the coach cards. Coach cards. Yeah, I was and like, huh. you could you could talk me into that too. Like if there's like a rookie coach card, so. I think of guys like I think Steve Kerr's value on his rookie card went up like substantially um, over the last like two mm-hmm. years. Some of that is like the last dance, but I think a big part of it is that he's the Golden State Warriors head coach, yep. and like he's a very likable person who's like outspoken on certain things. Um, other guys like Jason Kidd, who's probably like less popular, but nonetheless like a good NBA player. Uh, Steve Nash, and then there's also guys like Doc Rivers, Nate McMillan, Ty Lue, Willie Green. Um, it, the list kind of goes on. Get those um, Udoka cards. Yeah. Before like, he becomes a good coach. But that like in a weird way, like, yeah, certainly you you'd, you'd have to find a PSA 10 already because you can't send them in. Um, or you can like load up on a bunch of like just the base rock cards. And I don't know if this is good, like a good investment at all. I just think that like kind of fun. Yeah. Like all of a sudden, so, like suddenly Steve Nash is a bad example. Cause like his rookie cards are already so high, but like, I can't imagine that if you like, this isn't going to happen, but like the, the, the Pelicans made the finals in three years and Willie green is just like this, like charismatic coach that like the media loves. And he's saying mm-hmm. all these funny things and he's like this media darling. And also like you have his rookie card and it, it's a PSA 10. Like I can't imagine that wouldn't be worth more than what you sent it in to get graded and like right. it for. Yeah. So I don't know. Just something it's a good to call about. dude. It's yeah, really rule, interesting. Yeah. I was just thinking about that yesterday. Rule of thumb, the rule though, so it can't be like, I, I know there's other like player coaches. Um, I can't think of them like Sam Mitchell, I suppose. Right. Like Sam Mitchell, eh, he was fine. Like the person needs to be a winning coach and has have to has like a bit, a bit of a personality. I think one person to keep an eye on um, like Becky Hammond. Um, if you can get like some of her rookie cards, cause I do think like she'll end up with a job eventually. Oh, another guy like and she's also like a WNBA great. So it's yeah, like she should already have that price yeah, built yeah. in. Yeah. You're, you're right. You're exactly right. Um, the, a guy I left off this list, Chauncey Billups. Cause I think he sucks, but, um, that's not he here. Or there. Yeah. 
All right. Well, Julian, that is it. Pretty quick podcast. Um, if you're in Minneapolis or the city's area and you're listening to this and there's snow, be careful. Um, otherwise, enjoy your weekend. And we'll be back with our regular scheduled two podcasts next week. Bye.